This is episode 23 of Collector's Quest. Today, Kat and I rant about things we don't like. Well, as it pertains to collecting. Stay tuned. Welcome back to another episode of Collector's Quest. I'm Kat, here with Johnny. Hey, good evening, Kat. How's it going? Good. Look, you're right on. It's actually evening, well, night, evening here. Look, you've, you've got the time zone thing going good. Yeah, I practiced. I was <laughs> I was ready for it. It's uh, evening here, too, I guess. Pretty much evening. Well, that's good. We're, we're kind of on the same time zone kind of thing. Supper-y after supper time. <laughs> yes, true. So, how has it been going there? It has been going poorly. Oh, <laughs> It's going good here because even though it's the end of the weekend, uh, my weekend's just starting for me because I have rearranged my work schedule and now I get a weekend during the week. <laughs> yes, that sounds awesome. I wish I was having a weekend coming up again. Um, I did a really interesting Street Fighter event over with SoCal Retro Gaming Expo on Instagram and Damn It Steve or Super Video Game Brothers. They had a little tournament party uh, like a small one and that I was invited to so I went and, and did that and that was interesting and nice but I got home kind of late and I'm still a little bit sick so being out late is not in my best interest so that's oh, why it's poorly it's not not that I had a bad time it's just that I am still recovering but at least you got some video game play in on the weekend yeah I, I played some Street Fighter 5 I did not lose in the first round in fact I was matched up against the VGDB in the first round, and I beat him. So, in your face, Nick. How about that? I feel like we're going to hear about that. Nick's going to listen to this episode, and we're going to get a message. I hope so. What is he going to say? Yes, I lost. Uh, well, then I then I got I just got annihilated the next round. So, um, Nick and I both don't play much in the way of, of fight games, but... Um, yeah, we were both kind of butt mashing, and my butt mashing was a little better than his. Okay, well, that makes for a good weekend, then. An interesting weekend. So, um, yeah, did that. I went over, if uh, anyone is familiar with Game Swappers, I'm sure you are. I stopped by their shop and uh, checked them out a little bit this weekend as well. And uh, that that's how it went. So I had, like, a kind of a long, busy day yesterday, and then just... Uh, I'm foolish because I'm like, I feel pretty good. And then I woke up this morning. I was like, I don't feel very good. <laughs> well, we'll make it easy today. Cause I know we're going to talk about something that a lot of gamers have an issue with. And that is what Johnny? <laughs> oh, well, overall, we're just going to talk a little bit about things in the collecting community that drive us crazy. Um, things that are just the worst of the worst. Um, when you get a game and, or, you know, you get a game at a store or you see it online, and when you actually get it in hand, it makes your head explode. That's a fair way of, of posing it, because I, I know that for most gamers, there's a handful of things that probably drive them crazy, and everybody's list might go in slightly different order, but we all have things that we just wish wouldn't happen. Yeah, we're not going to cover everything, but let's, let's uh, a couple of points each. So uh, I'll go first. And uh, so we're entering the rant zone for anybody who doesn't want to hear a rant. You're in the wrong place right now. Um, but if you do, Johnny does a really good rant. Oh, yeah. I've been ranting since forever. So, you know, I've got it. It's like a, it's an art form a little bit. But uh, I'll try to stay composed and uh, monitor my language. Uh, first thing, 
bubble mailers. For the love of God, who is still sending in bubble mailers? It is my number one least favorite thing. In fact, I can tell you exactly what happens when I get a bubble mailer. Uh, because I get home from work, and I walk in, and my wife is usually waiting for me. And I've got the mail in my hand, and I, she just hears me cussing and muttering. She's like, is it a bubble mailer? Yes, yes, of course it's a bubble mailer. Look, sometimes, I guess if it's card only, you can maybe get away with it. It's like a PS2 game that's not expensive, or a Wii game, or you know, or anything in the generic DVD case. Okay, maybe even a CD case, because those are easily replaceable. But if it comes in a cardboard box, if it comes in a box, it should go in a box. It's a nice rule to live by. So tell anyone you know who uh, might be sending games, if it comes in a box, ship it in a box. Just use that as a mantra because when games go through the postal center, and I've seen this firsthand, they get stacked, right? And they'll take a bubble mailer and they'll put it in the middle of the stack. And then in the middle of that stack, there could be a bowling ball. So you could have 40 or 50 pounds... Look, how many games I've had to send back, crushed. My wife was just like, okay, well, I'm going to leave you alone because you need 20 minutes to send an angry email. It's so bad that I have a template. Okay, that's how bad it is and how many times this has happened. If I have learned to save time with an angry rant by creating a template, we know it's gone too far. I was surprised you don't have a list of templates. <laughs> uh, well, I may or may not have some templates listed. But yes, very specifically, this one for eBay. I, I People, here's what everyone always says to me. They're like, oh, well, did you message them first and ask them maybe? Not? Of course I message them first, especially if it's expensive or important to me. Of course. Send them a message. I even offer to pay more in shipping. But it doesn't work all the time. Some people, they just don't. They I, I don't know what it is. I don't know. They're just like, yeah, it fits in this, so let's just ship it. Okay. Uh, like I just got uh, three Game Boy games, all crushed, all went back. We won't even talk about which titles they were. They weren't expensive or anything. And that's the other thing. When you're not buying an expensive title, if it's like $7 and then it comes back crushed, like you get it crushed. Well, I mean, what do you even do at that point? You're like, is it worth my time to be sending them a message? It, should I just send it back? I mean, now it's like. And then if I have to pay for the shipping, if I have to pay $4 to ship it back, you know, and spend the time to do that for like something like a $7 or $10 game, you get into this realm where you're just like, there's no winning there. You've just, uh, you've sucked my time and my money and, and I don't have anything to show for it. That's fair. And I hate that. And when a lot of people go, well, just send it back. It's not a big deal. I understand. So some people, maybe you have more time than I do. One day, as you get older, you will understand that the most valuable commodity on Earth is time. And uh, you just don't have enough of it. So anything that sucks time, like I can get more money, I can get another game, what I can't ever get back is that time. So it's lost. Yeah, some people don't put it. Like, I invested, like, I've, especially if I searched for it, if I was, like, looking for specifically for that game, if it doesn't show up on eBay that often, you know, any of these situations or on Amazon, like... Ugh, ugh, hate, 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 hate it, hate a bubble so mailer. Nobody send Johnny anything in a bubble mailer. No, and if you do, fuck you. If you send me something in a bubble mailer, ooh, just bald fist, want to shake until I break you. Anger when I see a bubble mailer. 
Anyways, calming back down. Kat, what about you? What what don't you like? Okay, well, I, I do have to agree. I wrote the bubble mailers. Maybe not as much as having um, pre-made, you know, formatted emails for when things come crushed. Um, I hate friggin' stickers on labels, on boxes. I hate them. I hate when you go to a store and all the games have plastic parts on them, but for some reason, the price sticker is on the actual label of the game, not the plastic. That is very annoying. And we, what I hate, too, is, um, I don't know if it's just me, but I've got a lot of games that people had when they were younger, and they put their, like, they have their name sticker on them, like, their mom made a label, and they're, like, next to impossible to get off. Um, also, the video game rental stickers, like the SKU stickers. Hmm. We had a, a few boxes that have them, but I have a lot of games that have them, and I absolutely hate it, because it's kind of a, like, if it's a cheaper game, you're like, okay, well, I'll take the risk. If it doesn't come off, whatever, who cares? It's not the end of the world. But when it's a more expensive game, it's do I try and take it off, or do I just leave it there? And if I leave it there, how much is it going to bother me? Right. Uh, in the sticker world, the one that I hate is, like, those metallic stickers that if you try to peel them off, they leave the void on there. Have you seen those ones? Yes. Come on. I mean, I know why rental companies did it, but that's the worst. Yeah, and you can never tell, right? Like, it depends on how old the sticker is or what kind of adhesive it is. Uh, sometimes things go really well, and then sometimes they do not come off. Right. And, you know, it's like a, a patience test as you're peeling up a sticker sticker right like you're like got your nail under there and you're peeling slowly and like if you feel it start to yank you're like yeah okay well, i'll go from the other side now it's just an exercise like uh in being as slow and steady as you can yes there's things like goob gone and uh 409 there's a lot of better ways to do this i'm not uh i'm not real good at that uh because i haven't applied myself much i'm i figure once the collection's locked in then i'm gonna go through and then there'll be large batch cleanings. I did that once for a lot of my Sega stuff, and it was uh, fairly obnoxious. Yeah, it's it's a lot of work. I mean, in the perfect world, it's nice if you get a game and it has that, and it's a rare game, and you've got it for less, but then, like I said, it comes back to, are you okay with leaving it there if you can't get it off, and what if you ruin the like the label? Oh, yeah, when it's on the label, not, not a lot of good answers there. No, and I have games like that I would like to get it off of, like, my Princess Tomato has one on it. Yes, vegetable game. Just putting that out there. Um, anyway, um, it has one on there, and I'd really like it to not have one on there because I feel very fondly about it, even though it's a terrible game. But I just, I feel like it's one of those ones, if I try and take it off, it's going to take part of the label, or I'm going to have this terrible, hideous residue. Yeah, um, the thing about it is, too, like, uh, people say, oh, why don't you just do this? When it's actually on the label, because when it's a label on a label, anything you use to remove a label, if you're not careful, you can then make up make the game label peel up too. So that's why it's important to be careful there, and that's why it's so tedious. Because uh, I I have some people who tell me, oh, you just do this. It's like, oh well, but it's on another label, so I, and a label that I definitely don't want to peel up. Yeah, and I think it's a fair thing. I think most people who collect would prefer that stickers weren't there or that there was this magic, uh, you know, way to get them off. Yeah, um, you know, I don't, I don't think there's anyone out there who's like, hey, it's a rental sticker, hooray. I don't think there's anyone like that. I mean, maybe there is. If, if you are, tell me why you like that. 
because I'd be curious uh, if there was any kind of good reasoning behind that. Yeah, maybe there. that's a good point. Maybe there is a reason. Or if somebody has come up with like this magic, amazing way to take like a universal type of sticker off, I would really like to know about it. Oh, yeah. If you have good methods for this, we would like to know. Please tell us. Yeah, because I feel like somebody out there has got this down pat and they're just like, hmm, I'm not going to tell anybody. My games are beautiful. <laughs> yeah, you know, um, there's I know we know a few people who have shops and who do a very good job of cleaning. And uh, I'm sure they could give us some friendly pointers. Yeah. But maybe maybe we'll have an episode like that where we go through and we talk about how to remedy all of these things we hate. Uh, bubble mailers is not a good remedy that I can see. So what else do you have on your list that drives you absolutely nuts? Maybe not as nuts as the bubble mailers, but a really good second. Well, nothing nothing drives me insane like a bubble mailer. It it puts me in a dark, dark place, and um, I'm not going to say it ruins my day, but it definitely casts a dark cloud for about 20 minutes until I, uh, you know, come back down and become a normal human being again. But one that also gets me pretty annoyed is stock photos, and also uh, Amazon in general. If you were looking at used games on Amazon, they have a thing where you can add a picture now, but most of them don't. And so you get like a description that's, you know, pretty weak. Like you don't know if it's a complete game. People are starting to get the memo of saying, oh, cart only or, or whatever. But then if it does have the box, you can't see the condition. And then on eBay, like, look, we're at a point where everyone's got a smartphone in their pocket. How are you still on eBay with stock photos? That is a very valid point. I just, I don't understand. I mean, and I'm like looking and then. You know, sometimes it creates a gamble and win scenario and you have to like read the description. But a lot of people are getting pretty skimpy on their descriptions nowadays. When I feel like 10 years ago, five years ago, uh, descriptions were like a major part of the auction. People went into like pretty good detail. But now because people have phones and, and you can even see it, eBay's thinking, like it used to be you could put two pictures up and then like the fee increased and now They've like reduced the fees for having photos in there and given you more access to put more photos. So now there's less description and more pictures, and that makes sense because, you know, a picture tells a, a better visual story uh, than words most times. So what's going on with these people who still have stock photos? Like what? Just spend the two minutes. I just, uh, it's very frustrating. Well, and especially, too, if it's something that's more expensive, you really want to see, like, the top and the side and the bottom and the front and the back and everything you could possibly see. If there's parts of label damage, we want pictures of that. Like, we're really, you're right, we're in the time that we want pictures of everything, so stock photos shouldn't even be an option. Yeah, I mean, if you have a stock photo up there and then your additional photos, that's fine, but when it's your only picture, and then, yeah, this gets back into stickers and, like, things like marker like the front of a game looks beautiful. You're like, all oh, right, that looks really good. And then, but they didn't take a picture of the top of the label. And then like the top of the label's peeling or there's a sticker on it or a sticker on the back, which happens a lot. You're like, I wish I would have known about that. Cause there was this one other one that was pretty much the same, but it was like 50 cents or a dollar more. And I would have just probably paid more to just not have to deal with this. Yeah. And I think that's a really fair point. Like you said, it used to be more in depth where you needed the description and then, you know, okay, well, I can expect that there's a sticker here or a nick here. But now, I mean, photos are great, but sometimes they do still have their downfall. Yeah. I just don't understand 
what's going on in the world today where people think a stock photo is fine. Like I said, it doesn't drive me as crazy because I, I pretty much control my own destiny in that arena. Not yeah. like a bubble mailer. Like I don't, if you do that to me, I, I can't forgive you. Um, and I can't, you know, I've sent my message. I've given you my spiel. Please send it in a box. Nothing I can do there. When yeah. it's uh when it's a blank picture like that, that's on me. You know, if I if I pull the trigger, then that's my fault. I have to take responsibility. Yeah, because you could have bought more wisely. Right. Or you know, and sometimes you know it's just like the cheapest price one. You're like, well, I'm just gonna gamble and hope that this looks good because you know that's what I've done that on like things like Half.com and Amazon. I roll the dice sometimes. I've I've won quite a few times. Lost pretty hard a few times too. And again. But I'm never mad at anyone for that. That's my fault. That's on me. Yeah, and I, I think that's a good point. But still something that, you know, like you said, it's so easy to take photos. It would be nice just to have photos, even if there is a stock photo, but still photos of the actual game. Yeah, well, and here's the thing. I feel like you are more likely to get a bubble mailer from someone who's using stock photos. So then all of a sudden you're in the, like, especially on Amazon, you're in this really weird space where you are gambling and then you have to hope that it comes in a box because then you're not really sure what the condition was. And you can't really, like, it's hard to fight there because you're like, this came in worse condition than I thought. Wait, I didn't see a picture, so maybe it was always in this condition. Did it get crushed in in travel? I mean, sometimes you can look at a bubble mailer and see, and that's uh, that's different. But a lot of times you can't, so you just get this game that's crushed that you never saw a picture of in a bubble mailer. <laughs> Well, and I think the thing is, too, with a stock photo, somebody's idea of something that's in great condition, it could be a whole lot different uh, than what we think great condition is. Like, some people have said, oh, yeah, I've got this game, and it's in excellent condition. And I said, well, send me pictures. And they send pictures, and it's got a tear, or it looks like somebody's dog buried it in the yard, and they dug it up three years later. Yeah, that that is true. And to protect yourself as well. That's why pictures are important because again, uh, what is good for me might be terrible for you. Uh, I know a lot of collectors, I, I say, yeah, that looks pretty good. And they're like, that is horrible. That does not meet my like condition, uh, you know, assessment. I would never buy that game. And I'm like, well, that, you know, it's not the worst. So I'm okay with it. I'm not super picky. I mean, I'm a little picky and I, I upgrade when I can, but you know, uh, there's a lot of people who are a lot less reasonable than I am about this. Okay, well, that's fair. Yeah, I certainly have some things that I got because they were a good price or because they were complete that I would like to upgrade at some point in time, but it's still nice to be able to have it in the box for me for certain things. Yeah, just, uh, you know, pictures are good for everybody, so use pictures. And then no one, you know, no one can claim they didn't know or they didn't see because if they did, it's on them, because the pictures were there. It's your fault. That, that's all I have to say on those. What about you? What's your What's your next one? Um, I guess I'm very much on an aesthetic role tonight. Um, my next thing is permanent markers and Sharpie and things like that on games. I absolutely hate them. I really like the games in a perfect world. None of my games would have stickers. They'd all be nice and clean, and they'd all be pretty. But Sharpie, if we're being honest, absolutely terrifies me and i've had lots of people be like okay well this is how you should remove it but i'm terrified of it <laughs> oh so you, it just comes into something you don't know I, I feel like sharpies and stickers can kind of be lumped into into one thing like you know 
just a mangling of the of the carts unnecessarily. Um, it's super annoying. Yeah, and I would rather have a cart that is filthy with no stickers and no Sharpie because I'm quite confident I can clean it and make it look pretty. But I really, Sharpie kind of scares me, and, and um, I should probably get brave and, and really have a good go at removing it on something because I know that I've been told lots of methods and I've seen lots of people do it. So obviously it works efficiently, but I guess I'm just terrified of it. Well, I'm sure you have like a double somewhere, right? That you can, uh, that you can mark up and, and do some tests on. Yeah. Cause there are some games I would like to get it off of that. I have it on. Like I said, if it was a dirty game, I can clean it. That makes me so much happier. Um, and, uh, I think I'd probably take a sticker, sticker over Sharpie. The sticker terrifies me a little less. Uh, yeah, I think, uh, well, I don't know. I think I would prefer Sharpie over a sticker. That's fair. If it, uh, now, have you successfully taken Sharpie off something? I imagine you must have. I, I have once or twice, um, but I don't do it that often. Uh, so, yeah, stickers, though, are, you know, I feel like stickers take more work. That That's why, too. I, you know, I'm lazy. I don't want to spend too much time messing with uh, uh, stickers. Yeah, and I guess that's a that's a fair point. I guess I just want my games to all be pretty, but you know, in reality, that doesn't happen. And then there's always those times where you lock into something that somebody's like games. I don't want them, and they look like they've been through a who knows what, and they're filthy, and it looks like I don't know. Sometimes you get games, and you're not sure exactly what's on them. Oh yeah, there's a uh, there's quite a few games I've seen that were just like, what happened. I, I uh, when I first started collecting, I remember pretty specifically the Shadowgate that uh, it looked like it looked like someone had taken mud and packed it inside. Like there was actual like dirt and mud inside. And when I, when I opened it inside in the board, I mean I just threw it away. I was just like uh, it's like a two dollar game, especially back in like 2006 or whatever. So I just tossed it in the trash. But I was like, I'm not even dealing with this. And then I've seen quite a few that have like smoke damage, like have actually been in a fire. Like what? Oh my god! Yeah, so you go like ash and stuff in there. And you're like, wow. Well, uh, glad the games kind of survived. So yeah. it's, a, it's a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I almost wonder if they could tell a story. Like, <laughs> I would like you to tell me what made you this way. Yeah, uh, I I like. There's a a few forums that have threads about like the ugliest carts and stuff, and I enjoy seeing those. I don't enjoy getting them, but I enjoy seeing those those threads pop up. Yeah, that's fair. And uh, another thing I think that bothers maybe some collectors more than others are obviously nobody really likes torn labels. Some people are okay with it, you know, if it's not, you know, maybe a really rare game or if it was a really rare game and you got it at a really great price. Um, for me, it's it's not a deal breaker on. Uh, more common games, um, though I do plan when I do end up with a torn label, I do like to upgrade it at some point when I come across it for a good price. What about you? Um, here, Here's my feelings on that. And I, I wasn't always as disciplined as I am now. Um, if a game has a torn label, I usually just pass on it because I'm going to upgrade it anyways. And the way game prices move, in the end, it's going to just cost you that much more unless you have the other one that you can kind of sell and you uh, get a really good price on it so it's easier just to spend a little bit more money now to get a nice one um, especially on a common game why why like when the difference is like a dollar yeah you know 
you might as well. The only time I can even see justifying it when it's something like super rare and you're like, oh, well, it was Flintstones and it was like $200. So I bought it. Yeah, I know that's fair. And I think um, if we didn't have the terrible exchange rate and eBay crap that we have, like we talked about, I think I would feel the same way. Like if I had a bunch of copies in front of me and I was like, well, I'm just going to, it's, you know, like you said, 50 cents or a dollar in the difference. And obviously pick the nicer one. Um, but a lot of mine comes from what can I find that is actually physically already here. Oh, yeah, that, that's a, that's a good point. Cause I'm looking things more like Amazon and eBay and you're, you're hunting a little more locally where you, you don't have the same kind of choices. So that makes sense to me. Yeah, but no, I totally agree. If you can be online and buy it, definitely save yourself the hassle and, and get the better copy right off the bat. Because like you said, in the long run, it usually saves, if not money, at least time. All right. Well, that's just a, a few of the the uh, the nits that we decided to pick today uh, that we dislike about collecting. We do want to hear from you guys. So what are some of the things that bug you most? You should definitely let us know because we we know what our purview is. And even like you can see Kat and I have uh, differences uh, for the way we collect. So tell us about yours. You'd like to hear that too, wouldn't you, Kat? Oh, yeah. And I also want to know any really good cleaning tips. Like I said before, if you've got an awesome cleaning tip that works really well, definitely let us know. Yep. Now, uh, let's close out the show the way we always do. Let's talk about what you're playing, what you're buying. So what have you bought lately? Uh, Just Aerial Assault for Master System. All right. Um, Nothing super exciting. (laughs) It's been kind of a busy week, but it's something, which is better than nothing. Something is better than nothing. And uh, what about you? Any new purchases? Any more Game Boy games? <laughs> um, well, I, I did get a few crushed ones that went back. Um, I got a bunch more Nintendo Powers today, so or not today, yesterday. Like I mentioned from Game Swappers. Uh, or I mentioned I went there, and what I went there for was a bunch of Nintendo Powers they had. So I uh, got a pretty good deal on those. Got probably 40 or so oh, awesome. more. So I'm getting pretty close to being done with the Nintendo Power set. So that's exciting. Uh, that's the main thing I bought. I bought a Nintendo, uh, Nintendo. I bought a Super Star Wars, uh, Return of the Jedi, uh, JVC box. So that's cool. If, uh, if you remember on the Star Wars episode, I mentioned that I have, uh, for Super Star Wars, I have a T, uh, I have a JVC box and then my Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi are THQ because, um, they were re-released that way. And I, I got finally a JVC box, box for Jedi, and now I just need to get one for Empire, and then they will look consistent on the shelf and no longer bother me. Oh, well, then you had some good pickups. Yeah, yeah. Uh, this week was was okay. Not great for actual games, but uh, game-related items, good. Yeah, well, that's all that matters. And what about you? What uh, What are you uh, playing? Well, somebody's been bugging me to get a game. <laughs> oh, yeah? Did you finally listen to that wise individual who knows what he's talking about? I finally did because I messaged to say that I was going to... Okay, I've never played Minecraft. Let's just put this out there. So I messaged to be like, I'm going to play Minecraft. And I get a message back from this guy named Johnny being like, will you friggin' get Life is Strange? Yes, and what a good time to tell you because it was only $10 on gold. Yeah, it was a good time to tell me, and I still haven't got to Minecraft, so that will be for another time. So I'm not super far into it right now. Um, Only about 15 minutes. Um, 
it's it's definitely a different style game than I've ever played. Um, so I think it's going to take a little time to adjust it. I feel like it's like a, a kind of a create your own adventure. I know there's a better way of saying that. <laughs> it's a choice based scenario game. Thank you. It's yeah. that. <laughs> Um, and I think I'll get into it. It's just something very different than I've played. Um, and I'm not, I guess, used to having that much flexibility in where I'm going or where the story is going to progress. Yeah. Uh, as I was telling you earlier, it's actually pretty linear. The choices determine the outcomes, but it's still kind of on a linear plane. Uh, it's not like Grand Theft Auto where anything can happen. You know, it, it still follows a, a pretty set track. And if you can ignore for the at least the beginning, where it just seems like, oh, cool, I'm playing with teenage girls, great. That's exactly what I want to do. I could have really phrased that better. But I, <laughs> did, I did not. Uh, anyways, playing as teenage girls, um, once you get past that, it's like almost this really Twin Peaks-esque kind of game. And clearly, they, these are people who watch the show. It's really interesting and in the way it plays out. Some of the strangeness of it uh, is really good. So I'm glad you picked it up. And even if you hate it, that'll be good too, because I know this definitely isn't in your normal repertoire of games. But I like that because I'm always looking for something to play. And I think uh, I'm normally I don't stray too far away from what I like. So I don't like I'm probably miss out on games. So like I said, I don't, hate it i don't love it i i just don't know yet like i feel like i probably will like it i just have to give myself enough time to get get there but knowing that it will move beyond this just solely very high school based scenario does make me feel a little bit better oh yeah it uh it does move kind of past it i mean you are kind of grounded in that world and they are teenage girls of the you know of a high school age but that's not the main focus of it Okay, well, I'm gonna hang in there. I feel like it, it, I will enjoy it. I just gotta, I gotta give it a a fair try, and I have a whole day off tomorrow, so that will be a good time to do it. Awesome. I'm looking forward to to hearing what you think about it. Yeah, I'll keep you updated. If I hate it, you'll know. Trust oh, me. Oh, good. Yeah, and and like I said, that's fine with me too. If you hate it, you can be like, this is the worst thing ever. Yeah, I don't usually sugarcoat it. You know, it'll be an honest, uh, it'll be an honest review. Good. Good. And what about you? What have you been playing? Well, uh, aside from some Street Fighter Five last night, I have been playing a little bit of Lego Dimension, or Dimensions. So I played a little bit of that yesterday, and um, that was really all, all, all the gaming I had time for. Okay, so well, not, that's better than none. Yeah, not a, I, you know, I wanted to play a little more Zelda, but I, I didn't have time, so I, you know, went instead to play Lego Dimension. I was like. I only have like an hour, and I want more than that when I play Zelda. But it wasn't really enough time. It wasn't enough good gaming time. I should have played pinball. Oh, also, I played uh, Little Mermaid 2 pinball, and I'm sure we all saw that post. Was it good? Like, was it, oh, no, as somebody who loves pinball, was it good? Oh, no, it's awful. It's the worst. <laughs> uh, so you're not going to play it again, then? Oh, I probably will. Uh, I'll, I'll give it like five more minutes because there's like another board or another table. On it because it's the Little Mermaid table and then there's the Little Mermaid two table on the oh. other side. Yeah, so you get a choice at the beginning. So just don't hold your breath for much better from the second one then. <laughs> nope it it's uh it's pretty bad. But I got a couple other sweet pinballs in uh for the Game Boy systems that I'm going to be checking out, and I, I'll probably throw a picture of those up this week. 
Okay, I like vegetable-based games. You like pinball-based games. Yep, that's uh, that's where we stand. So, uh, everybody, please uh, do us a favor, if you can, and go ahead and rate us on iTunes. That would help us out. We're trying to get our rating up so we get some more more organic growth of the show. And you can find us individually at Cat, where are you? I'm at Catsylvania, K-A-T-S-E-L-V-A-N-I-A. And I'm Johnny underscore Iucci, that's J-O-H-N-N-Y underscore I-U-C-C-I on Instagram. And you can always check out the site at GameOverJohnny.com. All right, everybody, thanks and good night.